That's inappropriate. That's inexcusable. That I don't forgive. Aloha, mud babies, pod people, and inhabitants of the planet Earth. It is I, your tiki leader, Steve Mudflap McGrew. I'm back. You know, I've been thinking about it. Uh, do I need to change the start of this? Do I need to change the whole, uh, you know, aloha, mud babies, pod people, and inhabitants of the planet Earth? Do I need to change all that? We've been doing this for a while. You guys like that, or should I change it to something new? Because, you know, sometimes change is good, but I know a lot of people hate change. So I'm just asking you guys, is it time for a new remasculate opening? Comment on that. All right. Okay. The reason we're really here is the podcast. That's right. It's time for another remasculate podcast. And I am excited about this one. Um, I recorded this. You're going to get this. I recorded this over a week ago with uh, a comic named Colin Moulton. We were working a ship together and we were going to do, he has a podcast and I have a podcast and we were going to do a joint podcast. So I said, do you want to come to my room and use my equipment? Or, and he goes, no, no, let's come to my room. I've got like just studio equipment. And he was right. His, he had like like radio station mics. Like I, I have them here at home. That's where I am now. I'm, I'm at home because I had, I'll explain this to you. I had to wait to do this when I got home. Uh, so we recorded it at, at his room on his stuff. And then we forgot to, to do an intro about like, hi, hey, you're listening to the Remasculate podcast. And he didn't do his intro. So we just started talking. And then we kind of remembered we should have said, hey, you're listening to the podcast. So it's a lot of fun. But here's the story. Uh, we recorded it on his stuff. I took it back to my room. And I don't know if you guys have ever had this hassle where you cannot remember your sign-on password to your computer because my computer uh, updated to Windows 10 and it has a sign-on. And I totally forgot my sign-on. And then it you have to sign on to uh, the internet to check your password or get a request a new one. Well, I'm on the ship and to get on ship Wi-Fi, you have to be on your computer to get to the browser to put in the password for the ship Wi-Fi. So I was locked, locked out of my computer for uh, over a week. So I waited till I got home. I got home last night. So I'm doing this first chance I, I get. So anyway, being locked out of your computer is a pain in the butt, Windows 10. Uh, but I reset my password, and um, hopefully it will not happen again. Hopefully. Let's just say that. Hopefully. But then I came down here to the home computer. <laughs> I almost forgot the password for the sign-on on this one. Too many passwords. Too many passwords. And they won't let you use the same ones again. You know, sometimes you'd like to just go, okay, I haven't used this in a while. I'll bring this back. And then you can rotate like five or six passwords. No, they're constantly like, you need a new password. I don't want a new password. But here's a new podcast. Sorry to ramble on, guys. Here's the podcast. It's Colin Moulton. 
uh, comic, uh, jujitsu expert, uh, meditation guru. He will enlighten you and make you laugh and make you think. We had fun. I hope you do too. Here's Colin Moulton. Yeah, let's sing Dixie real quick and get this thing started. (laughs) (laughs) I'm with Steve McGrew. We're going to sing Dixie. All right, check one. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Hopefully it's not too overmodulated. I don't know. not going to No, I did this. Did you see the video that I put up? That was what that was. You're on. Okay. uh, This is a video that I... That I did the other. Good. We got to play this close. Oh, I hate when they want. I hate. Put, hold it up. I will, but the, you got to skip the ad. One, two. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Steve's video. Oh, I wish most folks were so gall darn rotten, always mad and mostly spoiled. Rotten, walk away, walk away, walk away, Democrat. Yeah, we're getting a feel for Steve McGrew. Republican, walk away, walk away, walk away, Democrat. Oh, I wish I wasn't a Democrat. I do, I do. Oh, Democrat, you don't have to live like that to live and die a Democrat. Walk away, walk away, walk away. Don't waste your life a Democrat. Nice. All right. <laughs> Welcome, Steve McGrew. <laughs> that uh, yeah. that that is a, a a video character that I do on YouTube called Tucker the Trucker. Yeah. He is the uh, uh, the yin and the yang. I do these two characters. Liberal Larry is, uh, oh, my oh, God, yeah. oh, my God, Trump's destroying the planet. And then there's this guy, I'll tell you what's wrong with America. You know, so that I, you, I try to give both sides so nobody goes, why are you like this? Like, no, I'm giving – Yeah, it's, it's comedy. All, it's comedy, folks. And it's all comical. It's like we're a, a cartoon of our former selves. Right. Yeah, know? we've been talking about this the whole time. We've been hanging out this week. Um Steve and I are on uh, a, a cruise ship, uh, an unnamed cruise line, uh, and on an unnamed ship, and uh, in an unnamed body of water. Yeah, <laughs> we've signed. Have you ever non-disclosure agreements? <laughs> have you ever like put on Facebook like uh, you know, hey, I'm at such and such restaurant, and then like five minutes later, somebody's sitting next to you. Uh, no, I have no way. Yeah, this is so weird. I want to tell you this is what I, I put in. My, I have a couple of notes on things I wanted to ask you, but that was one of the things. Is like you're actually you have a big presence on the internet because of, um, I'd say political banter, but the 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 give and take of it all right now. Yeah. And you've do- you've dove in, you jumped in both feet, and um, and so now you have a bit of a presence. So this is something that happens. Yeah, yeah. It's like I, I actually quit doing that. Like you know, having breakfast at, at you know such and such. You know, you know, Facebook will tag you or Twitter will look, put the exact put location. a pin. Yeah, and somebody be like, hey, I saw you posted on Facebook. You were here. Really? Like, really? Yeah. No, really. Wow. Yeah. Oh boy! Yeah. So you have some real followers. Yeah, and I the political thing has gotten me, and I don't. I'm not real political. I'm not political on stage at all. Not at all. Not at That's all. what I was going to ask not you. Not at all. Wait. Okay. So before we get into that, the, is it internet trolling that got you? When when did you start getting involved on on videos at least on the internet being uh, right political? After, right after the very first uh, when uh, Trump won the election. Yeah, and I, you saw I the did, mayhem. I saw the mayhem, and I made a video uh, of uh, pretending to be a liberal crying 
because Trump won and it's over and and we're going to have to get jobs and you know because it was a little cartoony. Yeah, the it was a little cartoony. Yeah, we were and all that, weirded out. That but video you know. went viral and got like you know. 10, 15 million views. Yeah. And even got more than that because what I found out later, as I didn't know this, is that people can share your video and then they get the video counts. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Like, so uh, Donald Trump Jr. shared that video and it was getting his his counts. So, but that that put me in like uh, an area where people knew who I was and like, oh, are you, you know, this and that? No, I'm not, but I realized I was reaching more people than Hollywood ever. So in talking to you, I've found you to be very open-minded about uh, everything. Like we're able to discuss things at a really honest level and we don't necessarily agree about certain things, but we're able to debate them and talk about them in a way that's constructive where we hear each other. Right, because you and I both are give and take people. Like you're right, that's a good point. Yeah, so as you get into this on the internet and stuff, did you you find you, you, uh, you were maybe being mistaken for somebody who isn't? Yes, and I think that's the characters that I was just telling you about. Yeah. Depending on which who follows which one, mm-hmm. they they get totally into that character. You're right. We need to, you know, we need to make the South great again. You know, yeah. like, well, that's not really what that, right. that's not really what the character. <laughs> We're was gonna rise about. again. That's not really what the character was about. It's a parody. You know, that was my question. Was like, does any of that make you uncomfortable? Um, no, people have asked me that before because why do you allow that? And to me, I didn't, I didn't say it. Yeah. And isn't it just exposing them? Well, yeah. And you're maybe just creating a platform where, uh, everybody can come holler. And and, and if you start, (laughs) and if you start saying, I'm going to delete that person or I'm going to take them off, you're as bad as anything else. Yeah, for sure. I don't want to, you know, uh, become Twitter. No, you can't post. Facebook, yeah, they just deleted. took off Alex Jones as of a few days ago, like, the, and it was a concerted effort among many platforms, Platform. social media. So they had to conspire to do that, yeah. and then they gave him kind of an out. I, uh, from what I understand, he still has his app. All right, the app, and the, this is the other thing. I'll read you about this. The app is number three as far as the apps. Yeah, if, it blew him go, up. But if you go, it's if you look on it, it says one, two, four. They like three must be offensive. They don't even list his app. Is that right? In the in the, in the column, yeah. Wow. Uh, so yeah, I I think they 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 actively censored him. Right. And my buddy uh, uh, Gavin McInnes, I don't know if you know yeah. Gavin. Uh, he got banned from Twitter yesterday. Yesterday. Got suspended totally. He texted me last night. Totally, completely suspended. If you go to his account, this account suspended, and it was huh. basically because he was you know saying. Uh, the the Proud Boys are not going to be in part of this thing in Washington D.C. and blah blah blah. And he's kind of been in trouble before with just being conservative, you know, just being a vocal conservative. How did you meet him? Did you meet him through this stuff you've been doing online? Yeah, like, yeah. I uh, so before you didn't know these guys. I I didn't know a lot of these guys. And yeah, they, we've all become sort of like connected and, and friends because you post or they repost this or they liked you. And uh, I, this is going to a lot of people hate him, but Milo. Milo yeah, Yiannopoulos. Yeah. Um, like, well, he's a little silly, but he's cool. Oh, I love I mean, him. I mean, he's interesting because he's saying something, but I I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just finished his book, and um, yeah. 
you know, he's he's a conservative gay with a black boyfriend. Yeah. That, like, you can't say I'm homophobic. You can't say I'm racist. Yeah. Debate me. He does you know? incite. He, he does, does incite. In, intense, intently incite, he which does. isn't necessarily the best way to get a discourse going, in my opinion, but that's right. not his opinion. Well, so I, whatever. I discovered him first. Yeah. And uh, I contacted him, and uh, he sent me a cell number. And uh, we chatted. And I was going to get him on the podcast, my podcast, yeah, which is where this will end up too. By the oh, way, oh really? Yeah, I'm, <laughs> right we're on. Just gonna, we're just going to uh, we're going to co podcast co podcast this yeah. thing. <laughs> and um, uh, Milo turned me on to uh, a Gavin, and so I hit up Gavin and said, "Hey, Milo said," and Gavin, "Oh, Milo said, yeah, here's my number." And I've had Gavin on my podcast a couple times, and we we just sort of got in that group of like we can't just be told what to to say or think anymore you know do you find that your views have changed become more conservative or less conservative based on like doing all this because you're interacting with um you know a lot of hate too like people are really coming at you hard because of what you um are making fun of right yeah so it's not necessarily you're even you're not even really saying your own views half the time you're just making fun of people being silly i'm making fun of both sides right it's comedy it's what it's what saturday night live used to be do you feel like it made you more conservative um, Here no, all this, just, or less conservative? I think it just made me more vocal, not not either okay. one. It's kind of like you and I were talking before, is I believe in right and wrong. Yeah. And so that's why you and I can have these conversations. And I'm like, because I'll go, you're right. That is wrong. Right, right. And, well, it's and simple. I th- but... And I think I just had to say, start calling out people. You know, I had to keep saying, no, that's wrong. What, you, what you're saying is not factually true. And yeah. so it just made me more vocal and not like – I'm a conservative because I don't do that. I don't. I'm not on stage doing it. I don't walk around the ship going, "Why are you wearing tie dye, you damn hippie?" Yeah. You know that kind of. You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't take issue. Yeah, <laughs> with other I mean? people's life choices. No. Yeah. yeah. Like I like like as you know, I I don't care if anybody's gay. I don't care whatever. Yeah, you did make fun of my pants. I did make fun of my pants. <laughs> But that's called, the, that's called humor. That, yeah, that's also you know called I mean? observational skills. Yeah. I'm, I'm wearing Thai fisherman pants yeah, yeah. <laughs> in public. But the, you know, that's just something else that I've taken, I've taken heat for from some of the conservatives that follow me is I, I say that I believe – I, I, I love God, guns, and my gay friends. That's a, yeah. that's a, that's a saying that I've put out on, on Twitter. <laughs> I like that. And uh, because we're all the same. We, well, uh, if we're honest, yeah, the, if we, we are. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I have I have a lot of gay friends that vote for Trump that, that honestly yeah. voted for Trump. That they said, you know, he's doing things for us. He was one of the first ones that, you know. I feel like it's it's almost like rhetoric or echoes if I say this, but um, do you feel like the void uh, in the in the voting market or the American sensibility when the election came around? That the void was created by by a hole left where Bernie Sanders was. Um, you feel like a lot of those voters. I mean, there is an argument that a lot of those voters were like, "We do want the political machine to stop. We do want a, a guy in a broke down car doing this, that, and the other, and just and kind of being honest. We just don't want we a politician. Like, we like the Bernie. We don't want a per, uh, yeah a politician. Yeah. We don't and want then, her. And then they bought out the DNC as now is becoming proven. more and more proven. But then again, like you said, they prove it. But why aren't they going after it? Right. Well, you know what I mean. That's yeah, that's the that thing aside, that bothers me. That like, bothers everybody. But you, you you proved this was bad. So but, how come you're not going after her? But just a sec. That aside, because this is where the arguments begin. Is when somebody's like, "Well, wait a sec." Um, yeah, you know, not even answering the Bernie thing. Like people will say, but. 
she did this. Yeah, but obviously that's the argument none of us like, right? Right. We want to hear the answer to like, well, okay, so but still, are some of those people that wanted the change Bernie was going to bring, did they go, well, screw it then, Trump? Yeah, I think I think there was a lot of that, but I think what what happened in a in in whole was people were trying to take down Trump from the beginning. And all all the stuff was like, well, if you support Trump, you're a racist. So when they did the surveys, people were like, weren't saying they were going to vote for him. I think there was a very yeah. quiet, very yeah. quiet. They were ashamed. There was a lot of secret voting for Trump. A lot of secret voting. They just went, yep, for sure, doing it because I don't want something I don't, crazy. I, 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 I voted you. for Ross Perot back in the day. Me too. Did you I really? Did too. No. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he was actually. I got charts out of the box. I got thinkers. charts. And if if you don't balance your budget at home, how can you balance this? It was you know. common sense. It was just, style, yeah. and I I thought that's something we've never had. Let's right. do that. Well, I was right young enough it, to think. Let's roll the dice on this guy. Yeah. I was young, so I didn't know all the other ramifications of a political system being run by a maverick, yeah. what that would look like. Right. Yeah, which is where we are now. So it, yeah, I think, right? Oh, uh, yeah. I think a guy that somebody that just doesn't want to play by the rules is is yeah. there now, which Ross Perot was at the time. You know? Is it, is it, is it uh, fair to say that like – you, well, let me see. Let me break. Let's stop yeah, this yeah. for a second because a, a bit that you do uh, about uh, board board games. I didn't know it had rules. Yeah, I think that's sort of what Trump is doing right now. Like, I'm playing this by my board game rules. Yeah, he just took the Cheeto and the whatever leftover game piece and, and he made gotta, his I own got a shoe. Yeah, and I got the car like, yeah. from life. You get to roll three times in a row. <laughs> What? You know, no, yeah. no, once. Yeah. yeah. You go, nope, because that's the way they've been doing it, and mm-hmm. I'm not doing it that way anymore. You ever watch little kids argue over a game while they change the rules around and oh, make yeah. new oh, rules yeah. and all that? Oh, yeah. It's, that's what it looks like, man. It looks like a bunch of, a bunch of uh, probably seven-year-old boys, six- or seven-year-old boys yeah. playing in the front yard a game that, ha- that they made up. Yeah. That's really what it looks but like. But the end, the end is still a winner. The end of their game is still – there's a winner involved. Yeah, what do you mean by that? But they're playing by their rules, right. but there's still going to be a winner. Well, they're all going to win because they're all changing the rules every time they have the ball. That's oh, kind of what that's what I'm, that's what well, happens that's in my front to, yard. That's all, all everybody's a winner. That but goes, that's no, well, I'm just saying not in a positive way. Yeah. But that's what happens in my front yard. My son and his buddies, the neighbors and they were, you know, the neighbor kids would come over and they'd be playing and I hear them arguing the whole time. Red Rover, Red Rover. You can't do that. You know, they'd have they'd be Playing some sort of weird uh, mixture of basketball or football and soccer that they made up, and then they got these rules that are hard and fast that they just made, yeah. and then somebody else gets the ball. No, you can't because you got to do this. And I yeah. think you know, it's like my brother and I used to do full contact wiffle ball. Yeah, yeah, you, you know? made up a yeah, thing. you hit the ball, but then you could tackle the guy but before the he got li- to first but, base. But the rules then would change during it, right? Yeah, and so nobody yeah. had any sort no, of. No, you can't tackle of... only to first base, only second. And why? And why did that rule get made? Because somebody tackled, and you didn't like it. Yeah, because I didn't make it to first base. <laughs> That's, That's crazy. We yeah. can't score if you can't even get on base. That's yeah. what happens, and I feel like that's where we're at now, where we're like, well, wait, you can't do that because you have somebody in office now who's never uh, – you know, he's <laughs> obviously, he's not playing by the regular rules so uh, some of the time, and so when he does that, everybody you know, goes – they act like that hey, five you can't year, do or that, that eight-year-old. Yeah, we're going to make a new rule now, Well, I, and I think he does it too. This will probably just you know, annoy a lot of people, but I, I, I have said that I really believe Trump's win – was like a generation was told no for the very first time. 
Like they've gotten everything they've wanted, you know, we did this and, you know, uh, we want Hillary and she's our girl. It's time for a woman in the audience. It's time for a woman. It's time for time a for woman. A, yeah, a woman. But not, not that, that woman. woman. Jeez. I agree with that. See, that's where you and I agree. Yeah. And that's not that woman. But if it was a conservative well, cause, woman, cause that they'd was, be called down. That wasn't a, That wasn't a person that we were hiring for that job when it was Hillary. My wife is a big Hillary fan or, or whatever. She supported what she believed to be a good candidate because she was yeah. a woman. And I don't think that's true. I think it's a machine that you were hiring. Right. There's a whole machine going on there with a whole bunch of bought and paid for lobbyists and Big corporations. Time. And that's just dangerous and more dangerous than ever. You're right. Right. Right now. So so the, I think that that was going on. And uh, I forgot where, where I was. Heading I don't know. This. But I, I it must have interrupted you. I apologize. That's, that, no, that's OK. But I just think that's what uh, we got to the point that we just wanted something besides what we were told we were supposed to want. Yeah. You know, like, oh, yeah. A whole generation told no. A whole no. generation. You know, like, that's what we, oh, what do you mean? We we had this all planned out. She's our agenda. She she supports our agenda. So you're saying She's the a, post-election reaction was yeah, that? Yeah, of, oh, of okay. like screaming at the sky. But the election Ooh. itself, I mean, the outcome of the election itself was fascinating. Oh. Because it was, it was uh, really, it was building and building to this. And I saw it coming. A lot of people saw it coming. There was a lot of really smart people that went, that guy's going to win. Oh, yeah. I said, I said it from the get-go. They were saying it on the news when they said Hillary can't beat Trump. And, and, they, and they, when they would show the numbers and they would show Bernie's uh, support, they would say, the only guy that has a shot at actually competing is Bernie Sanders. Yeah. And who knows? I mean, in debates, probably that had been a really... I don't know if that guy could have rose to the occasion to do the the mud slinging and the name calling yeah. to fight him, well, but maybe he could have. I still think there's enough uh, patriotic Americans that socialism will n- never take hold here. Right, and, and that's what Bernie's downfall is. Was he a, a pure? Too, yeah, he he is a pure Democrat. socialist, but he never said no, and that yeah. was the problem. Is he never said, "Come on, guys, I'm not a socialist. I'm just R- saying." Yeah, yeah. I think that was his problem. Yeah, he got branded and didn't didn't get that off of him. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, I don't really – I didn't study him enough to know, but I just did the same thing everybody else did where I kind of spitballed what I wanted, yeah. and I would have said Bernie, yeah. and, and I was tempted to say yeah. Trump, but I didn't want any of those people. But I, I, I think over the years, people have become uh, beat down and, and weary and leery of a lot of stuff. You know, like uh, there's uh, – they just give new names to things like, you know, that was a hate crime. No, it was murder. We already have a thing on the – you know, that that is a that is a – uh, such and such. Well, no, with that was already on the. There's, you know what I mean. They kept getting these ad- more and more agenda type of laws. Oh, I you see know what I mean. mean. Like yeah. that's hate speech. No, that's that's you know that's just trying to politicize human behavior in a way. Yeah, is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Maybe that is bad. You know what I mean? Or that was a a hate crime because somebody got punched in a, a bar. Yeah, that's I've... been punching bars forever. You know. Now you just want to. Make it make it something else. Let's we have the laws, and if you keep tweaking them, what are they going to be eventually? You know, if we keep politicizing our own behavior, yeah, yeah. that's dangerous. Yeah, you, that, that might, does that make sense to you? What yes. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I don't like. Uh, I mean, I don't. I, don't, I, I think it creates more. Um, you know, sides. It just it just more de- it defines more clearly the sides. The side you're on, yeah. Which really, uh, I made that. I did that thing. You, what did you call it last night? You called it uh, when I closed the show. Funny uh, when I said. Remember, oh, the, or not funny. Oh, the heartfelt, I, the heartfelt clothes. Yeah, yeah, what did you call it? The old school. The old like, school. Uh, That's what I call it. The old school I'm heartfelt clothes. I'm married to a woman. Playing comedy. <laughs> you guys have been great. 
enjoy your life and enjoy the rest of your ship cruise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I like connecting with them at that level sometimes and saying something that I feel like is important right now, which is that uh, we don't come together. We, we define ourselves with conflict, I guess, is the problem. Right. And so that further allows us to define ourselves with right. conflict and uh, our identity. So each identity has to have some sort of opposite identity or it doesn't exist. And that's not the way it, it – I don't think that's the best way we are. Well, it's the identity politics that have gotten so out of hand. It's, instead of just being you know, right and wrong, it's, it's you – are you with me or you're not? Are you with me? Or yeah. you, or do you stand with well, – there's people in your own group that don't stand yeah, with Yeah, bias you. confirmation. I mean the minute – look, the minute um, the minute somebody says, um, you know, okay, let's say they say all the, all the political things you want them to say like uh, we're going to dismantle this organization and we're going to put up this organization. We're going to do these things. And you go, geez, that's right in line with what I say. And we're going to dismember babies on national television every morning. And wait, what? But wait. Yeah. But wait, are you are you already on board with that guy? Because if you are, I think a lot of people go, okay, yeah, <laughs> all right, if that's what he wants. I guess you know. I'm on because that's my side. Yeah, and I think that's the problem is we're not going. Look, it's a case by case basis, man. Yeah, I mean, oh, I believe in that. Yeah, because that goes back to the zero tolerance that drives me crazy in school. You know, like kid get expelled because they had an aspirin in their bag. We have zero drug tolerance. Oh, right. You know what I mean? A kid chewed his Pop-Tart into the shape of a gun, and yeah. now he's expelled because we have a no zero tolerance. Like, please. Yeah. Case by case. Yeah, that was hysteria. Yeah. And I believe that our entire political system is completely engulfed in hysteria. Do you agree with that? I do. I do. So you're capitalizing on it in a certain way. I mean, not in an ugly way, but in a you jumped right in and said, "Oh, well, I can put myself in this." Yeah, I can. I can. Do you? I'm going to ask you something personal. Okay. okay. This is a big deal. Okay. And I bet your listeners are interested in this. Um, has this affected your personal life? Because you didn't. You didn't involve yourself. You're not a, a guy. You don't even really hang around with a lot of people. You don't engage in conflict. No, I don't like conflict. And you're in I the don't. middle of that right now. That's your identity. So has that affected you physically? Has that affected your personal life? Um, you know, you might be right. It has might, it changed anything? It might be why I don't sleep well. That's what I was going to ask. <laughs> You mentioned that earlier. It, you're right. It might be why I can't turn my brain off. I'm, I'm thinking all the time or I've read something. I, I need to stop reading uh, Twitter and Facebook right before I go to bed. Oh, my God, yes. Because I get into yeah. – I read something and I lay there and think about it and think I should respond or or, the, or, they're, or they're right. I, know I should write something tomorrow and I'll start thinking about, oh, what should I write? You know, And then instead yeah. of just like you were saying, just – Meditate. Lay there in the dark. Uh, oh, yeah. Clear well, your mind. Well, at, to be more accurate, I was saying in the morning right. when you wake up, clear your mind. And then that way during your day – I don't know. There's a little more clarity during the day. And then when you get done at night and you're – it just feels like there's less of a – it's a smaller tangled ball of yarn to go through. And yeah. so you got a, a, sh- a shorter wind, wind down. Yeah. No, I, that makes sense. Training your mind for relaxing and clarifying. But I, I in a way, I don't – I hate that I have been totally, you know, like oh he's a conservative comic. I I just want to be known as a comic. Yeah, you're not a conservative. I'm not comic. a conservative. Comic. You're a conservative presence on the internet. Right. Yeah. Or or no, I wouldn't say you're conservative. You said you're right or wrong, but you are willing to go full conservative if that's right. If if I need to. And, if I need to. Yeah. But I'm do I will do just the opposite with my liberal Larry character. I will take it so far and bash. I will bash the administration as this comic. You know, do you say true things when you do that? Like I, as I do liberal it, Larry? I do it first. I do it first. Yeah. And then I take it to the absurd 
where it's silly. So it's silly. So people realize it's satire, but they don't. That's one of my. What's one of Larry's Larry the Liberal's biggest uh, fan base is people watch and comment about. They think this is real. It's that kind of that. Uh, yeah. Bit uh, of that talk show guy that does uh, Henry. Uh, I can't think of it. Phil Henry. Phil Phil, Phil Henry. Henry. Yes. Where he, he does where, all the voices. voices and pretends to be and callers call. Them yeah, man. Mad. It's kind of that same thing as liberal Larry will say these things, and then people just watch the responses because they know it's not real. Yeah. They're like, who is this guy? He should just blow his brains oh, out. Oh, that's you know? the entertainment. Yeah. So the whole entertainment is to watch your watch spinoff. Watch feed. Yeah. Your feed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's people, interesting. Because people either get it or they don't. Do you create with that in mind? Do you create do. material with the uh, I do. The spinoffs in mind. Yeah. So that all your watchers are really your real following isn't the nut job over in some we imagine somebody in a cabin or a trailer but trailer who knows? manifesto. Yeah. He's probably in a car at a rest stop, but he's yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. freaking out about you, uh, you know. Yeah. And then and then but your real followers are actually the regular uh, regular, regular normal people. citizens regular that are normal just people. watching this unfold. Right. Right. So you feel like there's – you have hope. <laughs> you think I could be saved. No, I'm uh, saying you have hope. No, I'm not saying no, you have no, promise. Yeah. yeah. No, there, not there's hope for you. I'm saying <laughs> there's no hope There's for no me. hope for you. Yeah, no, no, I'm saying you have hope. This is the thing that a lot of people right now, I feel like uh, – I'm real curious about who has hope and who doesn't because some people don't and so and uh, but I think all deep down we kind of go this is an extreme time but it can't stay this way it's unsustainable yeah so what's going to give and how's it going to give and what's it going to look like when we snap back this is what I'm afraid of honestly I I'm afraid and and I started I actually started writing a movie script about this um, I I believe that there's going to be one Antifa, uh, one whatever, is going to fire the first Fort Sumner shot. I, I really uh, believe Like that. a weird assassination a weird, attempt or yes. a murder or yeah, something weird gonna be bad. One, one thing, like the, you know, the World like War One, the shot heard around the world. Uh-huh. You know, there's that one thing that, that sparks, and I really believe it's going to happen. And, and it scares me in a way because you I don't think know what it's going to be. You don't know what it's going to be because things, like you said, they're, they're hysterical. Things are hysterical. They but, meaning everybody, everybody, not just Antifa. No, I'm saying yeah, to be clear, everybody. Yeah, because I hear people all the time go, "Let one of those sons of bitches, you know, right. hurt one of my family, and this whole right. thing going down." You know, yeah. The the real black and white down home guys that yeah. are like you know yeah. so this this idea that I this movie that I started writing this treatment mm-hmm. is um, it's based on the civil civil war being televised it's <laughs> it starts off it's a civil a civil war reenactment you know how they yeah. have these reenactments yeah, yeah, yeah. except somebody decides to use real oh real ammo. It, but not in the reenactment, just like a sniper from a distance shoots one of the others. Starts taking people out, yeah. and nobody knows. And no one knows it. and thinks it's holy, holy, holy crap. This is <laughs> this has started. This has started. And the, civil, it's an, the Civil War. Civil War actually no, starts, starts as a reenactment, reenactment of the original Civil War. Yeah. So it starts over, and it's basically the Civil War is now just be on C, CNN. You know, now it's because it's modern. It's the same. They're in the uniforms, you know, because they're reenactment. They're Right, you know, that's breaking out. They're going over the hill. They're, you know, and the families are like, "I'm, I'm signing up," and, you know. And then socially, 
What happens? People start going, well, I'm going to wear the blue or wear the gray. Wear the gray. And they, oh, and they the actually start making uniforms and yeah. start doing it like yeah. it's a real thing. Yeah. It creates a real thing. Yeah. And that's, that's the oh, idea man. that I have for my that movie that I started brilliant. writing. This, it's, the, it's the new – got to say that you've written so that no one else written, jumps ahead written. of you. Yeah. <laughs> what day is this? I shouldn't yeah. have brought it up on air. It's but written. Yeah, it's written. It's Act- done in copyright. Yeah, you, it's you, at the Writers Guild right Writers now. Guild has, has definitely authorized yeah. it or whatever. But uh, yeah, the only thing I haven't been able to – I, I have this. I don't know if you ever saw the movie Shenandoah with Jimmy Stewart. I did. Where he they, they try to stay out of the Civil War. They try really hard, but brothers go to different sides, and yeah, and, uh, that's sort of the my. That's uh, humanity. That's normal. Yeah, that's every war. Yeah, that you yeah. try to stay out of it, you know, and then somebody gets pulled into it. So there's the central family that's the you know trying to trying to stay out of it. I wonder if the snapback is going to be that the discourse. Uh, becomes more about uh, more about um, thinking clearly, uh, balance. You know, like uh, um, not in absolutes. Because, like what you're saying there, the, the Civil War in in reality was not a bunch of people going and then a bunch of other people going yes and everybody was absolutely pure about their vision and clear and they knew exactly what they wanted and everybody had a side and they picked it there was it was it built from something it built from ideas obviously right and wrong there were certain people that believed this was right and wrong and that was right and wrong and there was conflict and it and then there were people who were torn. Yeah. There were people who were on both sides, kind of. Yeah. I mean, family there, members were both. There's no absolutes. No. On any of this, and that's real. And I feel like right now people want to define things in absolutes, and that is not natural. That's not how we are, and that's not real, and that doesn't move us any closer to yeah. our goal. And I feel like the snapback, what we're talking yeah. about, how is this going to give? What's going to give? Is that suddenly our discourse is going to be about? Absolutes. Yeah. The and rubber that, that's, band is that's, going to snap. Mm-hmm. And the absolute vision, the absolute one-way idea is going to be ugly to us. Yeah. We're going to be uh, – you know, it's going to be like uh, atrocious, abhorrent. Yeah. And, and this, when that happens, we'll be healthy again. And as uh, you and I talked before, uh, falls of civilization come down every two or three hundred years. Cyclically, but there's never been this. There's never been this. We don't have. But we to do are that. in our. We are in. We're that in that throw that final of, cycle. You know, so you don't know if you know this. Does it fall or does it redefine? Right. Yeah, and can it redefine? And I believe it can. I think people do believe it can. Are and you, I think I think our forefathers, if you want to go there, believed it. it could. I do think so too. Providing, providing it was a government. F- for the people by the people, meaning these checks and balances didn't allow for any absolute rulers to exist. And right now we've we've pinpointed and and whittled down these power structures to the point where there are too many strong positions in our government. And there just can't be that. You can't have that if you want a healthy government. There never has been a healthy government like that. Right. Right? Do you agree with that? I that agree. Like, I yeah. Agree. I think that's the problem. That's what everybody's yelling about all the time. They just don't know how to fix it. Well, and, and I told – I think one of the things that people don't like about Trump is that he he is has shined a light on a lot of stuff that was bad in the past. And I'm not just going back to Hillary or Obama or whatever. I'm, I'll go back to, to Bush. I mean we've gone for a long way of just letting things slide. The general public did. Like whatever, yeah. you know. Hey, my, my, I'm good. My, I, I can afford my house. I don't care what they do. Got my iPhone. I, got, I got my car I, payment. I'm happy. I don't care. And we, we just let it Flat happen. Screens. And I think all of a sudden we become enlightened to like there's a lot of corrupt. 
Well, there's yeah. a whole lot. Of, you media, know media to me today, as I was a newspaper guy, I think media is corrupt. I think they have gone. It used to be when I went to school for journalism. It was who, what, when, where, how, and why. That's something that nobody may know about you is that you're you have an education in journalism. Yeah, that's why to, this is fascinating. Yeah, to you. I, w- I went to school for fine art. I was wanted to be an artist, but yeah. I, had, I had a minor in journalism because I wanted to be an advertising artist. And you got a ponytail. I mean, and you're I a, a straight up hippie. <laughs> but yet nobody'd know it. Yeah. yeah. So fine art journalism yeah, hair. Yeah. So I, I, that's what journalism was. It was the yeah. facts. It you was want to borrow my Birkenstocks? Can I? Oh, with those pants, man. But it was about the facts. The facts. It was yeah, just yeah. reporting the facts. Remember the old that you watch the news in the old days. It could be done in thirty minutes. Yeah, you know, it was like uh, yeah. today it was car wreck of such and such. Oh, a bomb went off in the blah, 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 and the, do you remember that? Oh, that brings up an interesting point. What if the whole thing has been the whole reason for this has been that they couldn't fill. Uh, their news network with information unless they oh, started spinning off in different directions and, tot- under, and and overdoing things. I totally agree. That it's, it was more than facts, it was opinion. The 24-hour news cycle hurt people. It scared people. It put them in the... I, I had this conversation with a woman that was like, oh, I'm not letting my kid out of my sight. Because I was talking about how I let my son get on a bicycle and just ride for miles, be home at dark. Why yeah. would you do that? Was such a didn't you didn't you hear about the kidnapping and such? I go, yeah, that was down in Louisiana. We yeah. live in Denver, but yeah. they scare people. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, they, well, you I go when it happens in my neighborhood or my city. Then let's talk. But oh, they've scared you. I, th- I feel like news is scary anyway. I mean, honestly, I, I can tell you from personal experience. When I was, I lived in Athens, Georgia, two hours outside of Atlanta during the Atlanta murders, and that was when the news cycle was—an hour of news or two a day—and yeah. it was normal. The we didn't quite news. have, yeah, and um, there was no news channels, and um, and I, I think that um, I mean, I was terrified as a as a kid. I thought I was going to be the first white kid. To go down, I thought for sure, because you're a kid, you're in your own world. Yeah. But that's normal, and I, I think that's the normal reaction to you know scary stuff yeah. is that you, uh, especially an American, yeah, you know, who believes that they're the center of the universe. But I think <laughs> I think, I think how we, we scare our kids. Yeah, we allow we do, it. We do now. Like I, when I was a kid, I had a twenty-two rifle when I was a little kid. I mm-hmm. mean, like a, a rifle. Yeah. Don't kill your brother. Like yeah. seriously, yeah. just go go shoot some cans and yeah and. Uh, you know, we learned right and wrong, and there was the whole there was a religious uh, background to people that you 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 really believed that you know what right and wrong was, and you don't want to you don't want to die, and you don't. I'm not go I'm not shitting hell. on that, but that exists in in every. I think that every, that same structure exists in a lot of cultures. It's the the Joseph Campbell thing we're talking about, yeah. the power of myth. Joseph Campbell wrote that book, The Power of Myth. That exists. In any social structure, it doesn't have to be religion. It can be just your family tradition. It could be whatever. But if you're conscious of that while you teach your children, it doesn't have to be religion. I think when people hear that, they turn off to what you're saying, which right. is important, what you're saying. Right. But if you say, well, there was religious background, then people go, ah, fuck, screw this guy. You know, I don't want to hear that. Yeah. But, but like, it's not religion. It's right and wrong and structure. It's structure. And, and I, I, I have this thing about I'm not a big church person. Like, right. like, like, it's one thing to be religious, but it's it's another thing to be like. It's oh, really hard for you to. Get I in. can't believe you wore that to church. Right, it's hard for you to get in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I I could be on the ocean like this and go, man, 
God did a really look at this thing. Yeah. Look at God. This was a beautiful. This is church yeah. on this ship. Yeah. You can look at nature and go, wow, somebody like you did a great job with this. Yeah. And then people that want to go, well, I don't believe in God. How can you not? You say be- thou don't believe in God? No. How? How? Oh. How, <laughs> thou can? How can thou not believe in God? No, but like, dang. because yeah. if you think about it, no matter what, even if you want to say Big Bang Theory, yeah. you know, well, who who made the two molecules smack together? Yeah. You know what I mean? I just believe there's a higher – we don't know it. We're, right. We're lower forms. When you say who, it sounds simple to people. Uh, it sounds simple. And some people want simple. Some people are like, yeah, who? What person? What human entity? What uh, thing I can wrap my mind around? Yeah. But then the spirituality of it really, if you uh, That's the word I'm looking people, for, spirituality. Yeah. So That's maybe what... it's an energetic existence. Maybe it's something that we're a part of. Whatever you're saying when you say who yeah. is not necessarily an anthropomorphized image of a person or a, a god. Yeah. It could potentially just be – a why. What or how? A what. Well, that's what I've yeah. always thought. And if I, I was a kid, remember the book Horton Hears a Who? Yes, man. I where, love where, where, where Horton's carrying, Dr. The clo- Seuss. The cl- carrying the clover and there's stuff that lives on the yeah. clover. Yeah. It was a macrocosm story of something tiny and then uh, uh, it being this tiny world in there. And then up from there is – do you get it? And on and on. Oh, absolutely. That's I've always I, believed in that. That, yeah. that we only see what we have on our clover. Absolutely. We only we, see that. We don't know and what. we don't want to believe yeah. that we're being carried around by a giant elephant. Right. Yeah, we you don't. Know? Yeah, we don't know anything outside of our perception. So on a larger scale, we were talking about that, how we have six senses. And yeah. so if there's things outside of our senses, much like many living beings on Earth that don't have the ability to hear, see, feel, smell, whatever, let's say they can't see, they're still – if they're in the presence of a color, that color is still there, still there. And it's happening all around them, but they don't know that. Right. And just like us, there's probably an infinity amount of things in, around us and part of what we're doing in our experience right. that we don't have the sense to perceive right so let's take and that may explain if we could see all that see, we'd probably go oh that's what's going on yeah because if like the clo- we're living on the clover the clover's held by the elephant but the elephant is actually on a piece of clover that's being held by a uh-huh. a bigger uh, ele- a bigger elephant we just don't don't yeah. know yeah you're like a long-haired carlos sagan Yes. Is that or yeah, Car- Car- Carl, Carl Sagan? Sagan. Carl Sagan. Car- I said Carlos. Carlos Sagan. Yeah, like he's from Carlos. Mexico. Let me tell you, people, what's My happening. Name is Carlos. Here's what's Sagan. going on in the cosmos. <laughs> Carlos Sagan. <laughs> Could you imagine? That'd be a totally different. Uh, That'd be totally yeah, different. Cosmos. Yeah. The giant yeah. pinata of yeah. life. Cosmos. This is my son, Cosmos. <laughs> pinata. De- deport Carlos Sagan. <laughs> Deport Carlos Sagan. Dude, uh, Build a wall around the universe. You said something interesting uh, about – earlier that made me think of a question I had for you when you said uh, things that don't, people don't like about Trump, dot, dot, dot. Um, this is an interesting question for you. Is there anything you don't like about Trump? Uh, and I'm not setting you up to trash Trump here. You can even – accompany it with things you like but is there anything because i think that's what the issue is is a lot of people are like well if you you know if you're a supporter in any way then you're a supporter in all ways but i don't think that's true with no any, that's with that's everything. not no it's not true but i honestly i can't think of anything that i don't like and i'm saying that honestly and i'm <laughs> i'm just saying that honestly how about his neck <laughs> no you know what i'm mean? just joking yeah, yeah but yeah but i i don't you know people don't like the way he tweets i think he tweets i think that's the new he figured out how to use the new social media he he's, did yeah he's He's ahead of the tank. Uh, do I like? Oh man, I wish I could afford some of the clothes he wears. I wish, oh, I, nice you know, suit. You know, I wish I had that kind of kind of money. Um, mm. You know, uh, 
do I I wish I had the attitude. I wish I had a, a an attitude if I can cr- take this as far as I want it to go. Like I believe you have almost a Trump like outlook. Oh really? I do. That you what? have a uh, I can do whatever I want to do. Really? I can I will set my mind to it and I will do it. I will Wow. Yeah. I will That's if I want compliment. to be the best this I will do that if I yeah. like one day you uh, I, maybe I should do my comedy a little cleaner. Yeah. I found a love in that. Yeah. You know what I mean? it's like, oh yeah. You having an attitude of I can just do this. Yeah, almost naivety or yeah. naivete, naivety, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And people yeah. people mistake that kind of drive for he just thinks he's better than everybody else. What about this, man? Maybe some of the discomfort with uh, people who don't like Trump is the naivety. Because I, I honestly feel like for me, that's the part that makes me real nervous is that same naivety that makes him think, I can do whatever I want. And, you know, we're like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, whatever. go for him. Yeah. Uh, that same thing is underinformed in some ways and dangerous, or you know maybe gets him in situations where he's being gotten over on, like we discussed earlier. Where yeah. I, I feel like somebody made the point that he, uh, I think it was Jimmy Dore, that he was a mark. Oh, oh, or was it him? Anyway, one, somebody was saying that he's no, it was uh, Rollins that he seems to be a mark for people uh, getting over on him, and they're taking it, they're taking advantage of him or control of his resources and. Uh, i.e., you know, Manafort, his wife, uh, Putin. And so people feel like these relationships he's getting himself into on behalf of America are dangerous because they're going to control what they shouldn't control. They're no different than the relationships that other people have had. There's pictures pictures of people meeting with Russian diplomats. There's pictures of of Hillary. True, but that that, that brings us to the exact point that if if he's naive in these certain ways, in the ways that these other people were not, like if you say, well, this manipulative, of power structure that is the Clinton family got in bed with Putin years ago or whatever you yeah, say Clinton, about that. The Clinton crime? Uh, right, right. Syndicate? The Clinton, <laughs> yeah. But if they did that, then then uh, wouldn't you feel – I would feel more comfortable with a diabolical manipulative machine dealing with Putin than I would a naive guy that thinks he can do anything he wants because I feel like that guy's going to lose or, against – Or if uh, you're smart enough to go – Keep your friends close and your enemies closer. That's a good point. That but how close do you trying... want them, and can you and can you uh, yeah. truly do battle yeah. up close? Well, think of this: when people were like, "I can't believe he's meeting with the le- the uh, the leader of North North Korea." Look at him, being all nice to him. Was he supposed to walk up right. to him, kick him in the nuts, finger him, yeah, and go, right. "Screw you, yeah. get rid of your like you're that's what do you want? You have to be. You have to. You what? When more flies with uh, honey than you do with vinegar. I mean, I mean, yeah. be, yeah. Not, be I, nice, I work them over with friends. Look, we're same. just like you. Don't blow us up, you know. But they're like, oh, how, would he, how is he nice to us? I always thought that was odd when they would go put these guys in a room and based on their uh, human, uh, what is it, um, crimes against humanity or their record of crimes against humanity or whatever, yeah. they would treat them with visual disrespect as dignitaries. They would sit, you know, but yeah. then they'd have ambassadors that would deal with these guys behind the scenes in a, in probably much the same, same way, way. We're, seeing, we're seeing Trump do yeah. now. So it makes you wonder. But, but uh, I mean – how come he's so dismissive of governments where they are uh, more um, – where they're more aware of, of human – Because I think he's playing that game of catching 
the, the flies with no, the money. No, no, I'm saying, uh, well, but what about like the, the countries said, that are more kind and thoughtful to their people, that have more progressive views? Why is he dismissive or rude to those people and not trying to catch those flies uh, with honey, but he's doing it only with these people that are total uh, – Because I think he's kind of thinking, well, these fascist. are already our friends. I need to win these guys over. But they're not the way he's treating them. I mean, well, he is creating enemies in those worlds where we didn't have enemies before. So it can't be both ways. I feel like if you're going to be a nice guy, then just be nice to all of them. Why would you alienate Angela Merkel and all these other people that, you know, not to pick, pick one out because may, maybe somebody has an opinion about one of these. But yeah. I'm saying, you know, between Norway, Germany, England, like why would we alienate if we're going to uh, do that? Well, who is he, who is he really a- alienated? I mean, would you- well, you're, we have a different relationship now with uh, because of the um, you know bailing out of the accord and all these different things we've done with Europe and and um, yeah. But if you look back at it, that was not a, was not a good deal. I mean, you know, like, yeah. like the uh, the the climate thing that he mm-hmm. got out of was like we're paying more than everybody else, or like China doesn't have to follow these rules until such and such year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that wasn't a good deal. But was the intent to try to get them to fix it, or was the intent to get the hell out of it and put our money somewhere else? No, I think the intent was to fix it. I think there's a lot okay. of people like, we well, get then out why of isn't we can it If we're the superpower of the world still, then why can't we fix it? Why isn't that a priority? Why are we not making the environment a priority on a global scale? Why are we doing all this stuff that makes it look like we're not, and that we're making the environment not a priority? I mean, I really do believe that we are showing our ass. Well, in that way, which yeah, isn't good. I, I, I agree with like that. Like globally. Well, I think we're just trying to switch, shake shake it up, like yeah. shake the snow globe up, and let's hope this we can get it all settled settled again. You know? Yeah, but, but it's but, dangerous. Because like the straws, this whole thing about straws right. in California. Straws, That's a thing. It's, have you ever looked at the actual numbers of what who does the most pollution? That we're, we're like – we're like lower than most of the people. But don't we lead the way on all these humanitarian issues or environmental issues? Haven't we always been the leader? Haven't we always? Hasn't it always taken a a, a, a city in the United States to make legislation or or a federal legislation uh, against? Um, environmental polluting that caused maybe another country to go, yeah, we should do that, and then they clean up theirs. I mean, that's really historically how it's happened. We lead the way. But as you go to like, maybe you start to run out of things. Yeah, I suppose. You know I mean, what I mean? Stra- like, stra- yeah, picking I mean? one is silly. Really, what we should be doing is putting resources toward cleaning up, like them. big resources toward not only cleaning up them, but cl- literally physically cleaning up the plastic yeah. patches in the in yeah. the ocean and all the stuff yeah. that we do need to handle. Well, that that goes back to something. I've been saying for a really long time that I've taken a lot of crap for is I don't believe in welfare. I believe in workfare. That yeah, yeah. And there's there's uh, it, it, there's it, templates of that that work. That yeah. The, it, but I've been like people. Well, I can't. No, if you're in a wheelchair, you can stuff envelopes, or you can work a computer, you could help with building, you could be, you know. I, like you said, clean up. Yeah. There's if you don't have a job, you meet here at eight o'clock in the morning, and then you clean up the highway. Yeah. And here's your here's your check. Yeah. You want food stamps? Well, all right. We got a lot of stuff we need to we do. Got in the a lot city. of stuff. Go paint this. Go paint this overpass. Got to do this stuff. And now look how cool our city is. Uh, Habitat what? Habitat for Humanity is really powerful in that way. I did a fundraiser for them. Have you worked with them at all mm-hmm. ever? They're really cool, and a lot of people discount them because they feel like they're just giving people a house, but they make them pay the mortgage and they make them work. Um, to build this thing and do the thing, and they they pick them based on uh, you know socioeconomic yeah. uh, needs, right? And what happens is they'll do this in the middle of a neighborhood where um, it happened in Savannah a lot, where 
there was personal accounts that I got to hear where they put somebody in a house. These people pay their meager mortgage with some assistance of this program. And so uh, they have a nice home and it means something to them and they keep it clean and tight and yeah. it's going somewhere. They got a job and everything. And they're right in the middle of the mayhem. Yeah. Total falling. Well, people in the neighborhood start to go, huh, that's kind of neat. I want to do that. And the kids in the neighborhood start getting, uh, you know, start, they just start picking their head up. Yeah. And you have not just the kid who grew up in that house going to college now or finishing high school or not getting involved in gangs, but his friends and then his friend's parents are kind of on board with that whole situation yeah. and they start looking into it. And it and it created in Savannah a network of people that were doing better for themselves. Yeah. It's an effective program. Yeah. No, I, Savannah was one of my – I used to work Savannah a lot, the comedy house down there. And Savannah has some of the old, beautiful old Victorian homes down there, you know, down by the water, yeah. the neighborhoods were going bad because the houses were, you yeah. know, getting bad. And the, yeah, and I always thought, why doesn't a billionaire, why doesn't Steve Jobs or somebody just go, I'm buying this eight city block and fixing this yeah. up, helping this out, and then you know the same thing that you're saying. If you if you help them, help people, yeah, that maybe they'll go. And I never understood why you just want to uh, tell us we're doing something wrong when you really could be actually using that money mm-hmm. for, for good. Create it, momentum. Yeah. It, uh, push personal responsibility instead of just going, well, you know, you got to do this. Oh, if that doesn't happen, this won't happen. You know. I wish somebody would come out and tell me why this doesn't happen. It's right along the lines of what you're talking about. I went to the dump in L.A. one time on Slauson, East Slauson, uh-huh. and I'm driving down this road, and there's like chain link fences around lots full of rubble. This is L.A., man. Yeah. I mean, it's a stone's throw from the Staples Center where, the, you know, where uh, X amount of millionaire uh, kids that grew up there are yeah. now playing sports. Yeah. And, and they grew up in that neighborhood. And all there is is just chained up uh, rubble lots and um, a liquor store and a liquor store and a liquor store. And then a, 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 a band, uh, what do you call it, billboard for Cravassier. For cool cigarettes, for yeah. new, you know, all cultural targeted, yeah. you know, hey kids, you're gonna smoke, you're gonna drink, you're gonna go to that bar, you're gonna buy that liquor, you're gonna, you know, go on that corner and sell drugs to those people. Yeah. They really are just telling these kids what they're gonna do, and there's nothing good there. It's just rubble and concrete. How come those guys with all that money, that that's their neighborhood? What, where did I get that they're involved in United Way and all these different things? But dude. I would want to. I would really want to just go there and buy. How much is that lot, man? Yeah. I mean, buy three, four of those. Put in a green space. Buy seven of those billboards and just put. You're gonna make it. Yeah. You're black and beautiful. Look yeah. at your body. You're amazing. You're gonna. You're better than you know. Yeah. You're better than ten percent, or I mean, ninety uh, percent of the rest of yeah. the world. You're, you're smarter you're, than you think you are. You're way powerful. You're a powerful young black man. Like, go do something. Just anything. Bam. And let these. Uh, kids grow up in an environment that has a little bit of hope, you know, kind of, you know, going in their ear and see what happens. And I, 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 I never saw that. Yeah. I don't understand why I never saw that. You're not being very uh, democratic right now. No, I You're am. You're being very liberal. But I right am. Now. I am. I'm saying they should do that. I know, but that's what the meeting ground. That's where you see what I'm I saying? want them to do. That's that. where we both went. Why can't we do this and make people better? You know, instead of yeah. saying we, you know, that's just that's that's where the background. That's where people come from. That's why the rednecks and the, they're they're like that in the south because that's the way they grew. No, it's not what that's not the way it is. It doesn't have to be. Yeah, we're like people. That. We we're all people. We all sat mm-hmm. on a couch and heard somebody say something ignorant and kind of went, hmm. Huh. Huh. <laughs> I don't think that's uh, right. I, yeah, I think Uncle Doofus is. Uh huh. You know. 
Uh, that habitat, I don't want to keep coming back to one thing, but the Habitat for Humanity group, when we were talking to them, one of the things I realized, because I was promoting the show and talking about what I liked about Habitat, and uh, what I what I noticed was um, that the people of Savannah right now are going through this thing where there's an increase in crime, yeah. and there's some murder going on, gang activity, and uh, they're trying to fight that and figure out what to do. Well, everybody complains about it, you know how... Now it's a little bit dangerous at night. You got to be careful and you could get robbed and shot and something yeah. might happen. And so they complain about um, and it's it's definitely a racial issue. You know, it's you know, because we're 60 percent African-American in Savannah. And so the richer white people out on the islands are like, I can't walk around downtown in my dockers and my flip flops without getting, you know, I'm afraid I'm going to get shot by some black kid. And and that's kind of what you hear yeah and uh, it made me sick to my stomach because i thought well you're not really doing anything you're just saying round these people up and get them under control cops and that's not the way you fix it the way habitat does it what they do affects exactly that problem because now you're giving these kids in that neighborhood hope right i grew up poor and uh and not super poor but my mom was poor enough that we were we lived in some bad spots sometimes yeah. and and she tried hard but and, you know, there's only so much you can do and uh and so we i had a little friend who was seven and i was seven uh to make it just so you know it's appropriate <laughs> <laughs> We were, seven. we were both seven, but uh, but we, he was a black kid. I lived. In, I was the only white kid in the neighborhood, and we were in uh, kind of a uh, rough, rougher neighborhood in Madison, Wisconsin, and uh, the projects kind of right. These little as rough uh, as cheap Madison, apartment. Wisconsin. It, it has its spots, man. Where <laughs> I mean, it's just any any place you put a, an apartment building where it costs two hundred dollars a yeah. month, you're gonna have some you know people in there that are uh, whatever that are going to create you know there's going to be you know little young criminals young criminals running around and so we're seven and uh, we didn't know about any of this we were just seven and he had a 12 year old brother that wanted uh, that was very racist and I was the white kid hanging out with his little brother and so when they we would just go our big thing was to go on our bikes to the 7-eleven up at the main road we'd ride up and it was a long way I mean it was miles probably it was yeah. three blocks oh my god you could have been kidding it was probably three blocks oh my god no I'm just saying in my yeah. mind yeah. it was a long yeah. journey a like day to the next county a day's journey with a dime to put yeah. in the thing and get a super ball that's what we wanted. We get our super balls. We buy, get a quarter. You could buy, you know, whatever. We had a bunch of these super balls. We'd bounce them all the way back. And we just loved it. And somewhere along the way, um, three, four times, and that's all it took for us to not hang out anymore. His twelve-year-old brother and and his friends surrounded us and made us uh, fight each other until one of us gave up. They made us, and we'd just be crying, punching each other, and they made us do it. They made us fight each other. And uh, wow, isn't that vicious? And uh, and after you getting caught the third time, You're like I can't, and hang we with couldn't you even anymore. hang out. We didn't want to hang out with each other anymore. I don't, we loved each other, dude. We used to. There's pictures of us with our arm around each other, and we loved each other. And and I mean, we were just just he, buddies. Yeah, yeah. And I grew up in that environment. And what kind of hope does that kid Jamie have? What kind of hope did I have? Yeah. You know, in if I'd have stayed there and grown up in that, I'd have grown up in that conflict, that that viciousness, that uh, you know, it would have just made you even more like uh, no guidance. You know, my mom was gone, his mom was gone. We didn't have guidance. We're just yeah. trying to sort this shit out on our own. My mom didn't know about that till I was older. I don't yeah. think. And then, um, anyway. So the point is, these kids downtown now, 
they get a house. Their mom gets a house. They have a house to live in that, make, that means something. Now, uh, mom takes things a little more seriously. She's making you do your homework. Now you're going – no, you're going to college. You yeah. know, And they live in the nice house on the block and somebody else sees that and they, and they do better and everybody does a little better. Everybody's raised up a little. And now that kid, those kids, they don't rob you in the street. So – you know, go do something. You're telling somebody to go do something. You go do something. Support a program like that. Do like physically go do something with a program that affects that that raises those people up, so that these disillusioned young people don't rob you in the street because that's who's doing it. Yeah. it's not a 60 year old guy. Yeah, a well, 60 year old guy didn't show well, up. It's kind of with like, his friends it's to rob like you. Kansas, Candace Owens. Have you been following Kansas? Uh, no, Kansas. Candace Owens. No, but I love but, Kansas. They're Kansas, a great band. I love yeah. it. Me too. Um, <laughs> is like talking about giving uh hope to to black people you know that that all these years the democratic party has just kind of played down and pandered to and and you you know you got to you got to ask for this well, her her whole thing is like we can do it we're better our economy's better we're doing good you know that's what you don't have to to uh to think that you can't get out of here you know she and she said that that's what she calls it the democratic plantation you know that that you don't have to have that kind of thinking anymore. That you you can't. That's kind of what you were saying. Yeah. You know, you just be better, think better, take responsibility. You know, take the jo- take the job, work your way up. You yeah. Know? Yeah, and that and that that actually the assistance could be pulling for those people. It doesn't have to be. You know. Uh, like you said, the welfare system or complaining about the welfare system or complaining about affirmative action. Look, there can be a more level playing field, but it has to be accompanied by pulling for those people, actively being a part of it. Because if your community is actively a part of you doing better, you feel a responsibility to do better. To, to be I don't care who you are. The community. I don't yeah. care who you are. If you're going to find a little gem of hope in somebody who's who saw their best friend, you know, shot in the face, yeah. or beaten to death by cops or something like that, the only way to find it is to jump in with them and and show the and, and pull for them. Yeah, yeah. you're not going to find well, it by telling them to find it, or or not saying all cops are bad. You know, like, like you said, yeah. if, if your friend got shot, like, then join in on like, we need to get that cop that yeah. want. We need that. Not like all of them. Are, then now you've just ruined your whole your whole argument. Yeah. You know? And there's a lot of people that are actually balancing that out. Like you see videos now where you'll they'll show somebody mouthing off hardcore to a cop and then, you know, and the cops just being really cool. Yeah. And you're like, I saw one of those on Facebook yesterday with the guy trying to give the guy a ticket. Yeah, Do yeah. I have to sign it? Yeah. Do I have yeah. to? Well, fine then. You know. Fine then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, yeah, totally rude to this cop. And the yeah. cop was the like, cop's like, whatever, right. have a nice day. See you later. <laughs> and I've, honestly, I've had more experience. I'm a white guy, so I've had more experiences like that. It's nice. It's I'm lucky that way. But if I, I've also – there was a time when I had – I would wear a bandana and I had a long ponytail and I would wear moccasins. And I had like a little scruff on my face and I also happened to smoke a lot of dope at that time. And happened I also to. happened to uh, you know, potentially be doing illegal activities. Potentially. And, yeah, and I was <laughs> treated as such. So the problem is the image of a young black man who is just driving – to go play basketball um, may have the same connotation to certain in inner city cops uh, that it did when I was looking like a ne'er do well, uh, potentially somebody who needed to get looked at. Um, and that kid's just, you know, he's a straight A student. He's just going to play some basketball. But to that cop, 
you know, the world that he's in, he's taking fire from all directions from kids who look just like him. Yeah. So it's, it, that's the real, that's the big issue is like, how do you balance that? And can you, can yeah. you even? Yeah. I well, don't know I, if you I, can. Well, this is going to sound very weird. And sometimes I even think I should avoid. I love that. Most avoid. things you say start that way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, it's going to sound like, very weird. But, but I was always raised, you're judged by the company you keep. You yeah. Know, judge by the co- or sort of. My, my dad would say, "Look at your shoes. You need to polish your shoes. Mm-hmm. You, people look at your shoes to see what kind of person you are. Yeah. You know that kind of. Right. We look at each other. Yeah. No, I don't even have any <laughs> on. on. But but I think there was a there was a period uh, when like MTV and all the rap videos and everything just wanted to push this attitude. Yeah. Of, we're street. We're mean. We're yeah. gang. We're the, the girls, the bitches, the guns, yeah. our bling, boob. And, you know, perception. Ignorance. Yeah. And that put, you put, if you put out an image, that's what you're going to get. You're going to get like, well, maybe I should be worried. Yeah. Maybe, but maybe I should be, you yeah, know. Yeah. But, you know, Reginald, uh, you know, Johnson, uh, who's the valedictorian at his school and and uh, does his homework every day and and is respectful to his mom and his girlfriend and is going to play some basketball in a kind of a roughed out car because he doesn't have any money. Um, he didn't do that. Oh, I hear you. No, I'm here. Yeah, I, yeah. I totally agree. Right. With you. But it, but but I'm saying that sometimes you you get judged by, by what you've. Uh, 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 equate with or equate with you or, say you but like i mean how are, and i'm not saying you people no no i get right. with rednecks no no if no you're no, gonna but, wear a confederate right. flag t-shirt right and go well, I, I don't really i just thought it was cool you know well but, but what i'm trying to say is that like the the problem for young inner city black people is that they're painted with that brush no matter what they do aren't they and how did they do that they didn't do that that's not the culture a hundred percent i mean there's a there's there's a, a huge cross section of black culture that's oh, not yeah. like that at all. I know that's what I'm, that's what I was but, saying about. But the media doesn't portray my... it because it's not as fun and exciting. You're right. The, well, the portray... media goes back to what I said about yeah. you know, propaganda. They need this excitement. They need to keep you. You need. They keep that that side against this side and this team against that team. It's, it's kind of like a, a sports thing, you know, that they can divide us up and and uh, you want to hear the news about your team. Yeah. I think as artists, if we survive long enough, we eventually find out we made mistakes early on. And there's this huge responsibility on the artist to not portray that kind of ignorance, right? We know that. And and older rap artists know that. But younger ones don't yet. And they're going to do it. So that maybe the responsibility is on the portrayal of uh, black culture by the media. And, and what do we hold up? You know, do we say, uh, you know, these guys like Kendrick Lamar makes a lot of really interesting points and shows you this underbelly of, uh, you know, of uh, what it's like to grow up in that situation and the terror and all these things. But he does it in a very lyrically intelligent way and a very raw way. I don't think he's celebrating um, those kind of things, you know, like uh, yeah. criminal activity, but, but he definitely is talking about it. So how much of, you know, the, the problem is I think with uh, music, uh, rap and that tends to be um, a war between those two things. Yeah. Where well, I've are, never been a fan. I'm not a fan of uh, of rap music. I never, I never right. have been. I was uh, just, I never have. Yeah, yeah. But because I don't believe that rap is mu- music. I believe rap is a beat, mm-hmm. and music is mul- melody and notes and and and. Well, it's not. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> That's a beat. That is a, that's a beat. It's danceable. And then, it's and then dan- maybe poetry. Yeah. 
but at its best. But it's not even poetry at its best to me. No, no, I mean at its best, it's poetry. Instead, lyrically, yes. like they're lyrically putting something out there. It's not necessarily singing. It's yes, rapping. But it's not even to me like you know l- lyrics of the old days, like you know Jackson Brown or Bob Dylan or yeah. those, where that was that was actual almost poetry to uh, to a melody. Well, but where, that's singing. Yes. Yeah, so it's different. Yeah, it's just a different medium. Right, and so I, I've just always felt like. That was just sort of a, a thing you can do. Anybody can do it. Oh, uh, you know? but anybody can't. No, anybody can. They can't be good at it, but oh, anybody right. can do it. Well, it's just like music. Anybody yeah, can play guitar and sing too, but that doesn't make it music. But, uh, <laughs> but, but I always it's, thought. It's, it, but I always here's my. Well, I was going with this. Right, right. I always thought like there's always should be uh, things for niche audiences. Like when when I was a kid, I watched wrestling when I was a kid. Wrestling, wrestling, Wahoo McDaniel's and those you know the yeah. the old guys, and it was kind of kind of fake. And then as it grew, it grew into this giant this giant thing. And you go, how many people are falling for this bull crap? Yeah, you know, how yeah. many people? You know, it's kind of and go all, you know, like NASCAR. I, I used to go watch stock car racing is what it used to be. I loved that. Yeah. And then as NASCAR grew, and you go, these cars are just pumped out. They're the same exact cars. Yeah. They're not, they're not how is this getting as big as it it used to be more fun and I, it's kind of like that with what i thought with rap was like i understand there's a there's an audience for it, but now it's like taking over how come yeah you know i people and people say i miss i miss songs i miss music i miss you know but everywhere you go it's like your things get almost forced you should enjoy this you should like this you should be yeah to a degree yeah i kind of see that the the analogy that you brought to mind on uh, rap was uh, whether or not it's music. Yeah, it's a good it's a good um, debate because a lot of people have that thought that that's not music. It's different. It is different. It's as different to art as painting is to sculpture. Maybe like that would be a good analogy. Whereas if if a painting is um, uh, Jackson Brown, yeah, then um, Dr. Dre and uh, early rap would be a sculpture, and then uh, you know what I mean, yeah, yeah. or a multimedium uh, where there's like collage and f- physical texture there's to the painting, right? and but, nails with yeah, acrylic paint on there, right? And then now you have massive interaction with sculptures together, and that's rap now, where it's like a whole another advanced version of that, where you have. Uh, and then there's a painting in the middle of it because they're actually doing. They're they actually sing now. There's in the incredible, of a yeah, incredible singers uh, doing beautiful melody that yeah. you're talking about that you're saying is missing from rap, but it's in there, and um, they're putting it in, and and then they're sampling from other things and m- you know mixing mediums, and and uh, I mean that's the open open mind of the artist, which come on, I mean that we do that, yeah. So we have to do that. So I I don't think you can say it's not music. It's just a different kind of thing yeah well, then it's Brown. it's just different. well I've, I've said this before on my podcast remasculate which is, is still going to be my podcast in the end Did you say remasculate, remasculate. all that's right the name that's of my what podcast. we're on right now remasculate. all right yeah <laughs> and um uh is that like hip-hop is different than rap like you know that's hip-hop is its own thing or, or what's the other one that they uh uh there's the one in england that's so big uh a type of Oh, uh, is it dub style? Dub, dubstep. Yeah, dubstep. Yeah, that's it. And things are they're different. Things are different. Mm-hmm. And so genres should be genres. Like jazz is jazz. You hear a jazz song, it's a jazz song. You hear a blues song, you know a blues song. 
Yeah. And that's when I my argument with country music is when when rap started coming into country music, and they you know they they say well, this is still country. No, it's not. Oh, like Colt Ford, like Colt Ford, yeah, and, and, and those. You know, I'm not a big. I call it hip hop. I actually do a bit on yeah. it tonight. Yeah, no, that is called. That's what they call it. Hip hop. Well, yeah, they do it now because. But you started ten years that? ago when I was no. on the radio. Really? Yeah, swear to God. <laughs> yeah, because when Cowboy Troy put out that first album, I said, "This isn't country. It's hip hop." Yeah, and that was like ten years ago. Whatever. Yeah, you were the jock so, talking about it. So, um, the uh, that's the difference. Country is country. If one, if you want to make it a different genre. I'm okay with that, but don't tell me what it is. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Don't say this is country music. No, it's not. Yeah. Create your own create your own station. Create your own radio station. Don't force it on country fans because I can tell you right now, hundreds, millions of probably country fans have stopped listening to country music oh, and, right. and have gone back to I'll just buy I'll just George listen Jones. to old Jackson Brown uh, I mean old Jackson uh, Alan Jackson CDs yeah. or I'll just listen to a Garth Brooks CD that's nostalgic too yeah but I think you if you're not giving them what they want they're not going sure you're going to make new fans and new music and that but isn't know. it arguable that you're not exposed uh to rap music cuz you don't care for it or or you have not found a liking you know in it so there's nothing that you really no, kind of I liked it. you I, went down the rabbit I went. I enjoyed it at first with like Run DMC and Walk This Way and there was some that was you the, know yeah. yeah you know it was some stuff the crossover that, stuff crossover stuff that I I enjoyed well that know, was the whole like, idea of that was to be, draw you in boys yeah they wanted know. to do that they, that's the whole idea was to go hey guys listen to this you yeah. know and they did and yeah. we did and they and we went oh yeah. that's cool and then I didn't but I didn't go this is cool I went okay now it's going too far you oh, went. You didn't go down the rabbit hole. Right. So what I'm saying is, isn't it arguable that you don't know the nuanced, uh, the nuances of rap music and the different genres? So you kind of see one thing and go, eh, eh, because you aren't exposed. It's almost. I mean, not to say you're ignorant, but you're ignorant to that, as I am ignorant to. Uh, oh, I'm ignorant to. Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, classical music. I love classical music, but I've never gone down the rabbit hole. I never listened. I listened to like Brahms, uh, violin concerto, and that was it. And then nothing else after that. So I couldn't tell you. You could if, tell who's who or what. We're at a what. dinner party and somebody's yeah. talking about classical because oh they're this French. Is and yeah, they're in the symphony and they play French horn and they want to talk to me about classical music. Yeah. I can't have an intelligent conversation about it, and I can't even. I don't think responsibly have an opinion about it. Yeah. And that's the issue well, that we're talking about right now. Cause like, I can hear a classical music and be fine. Like, I, I, I can read in it. Like I'm in the ship library and they play classical or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay. I, it's fine in the background. I can hear a song and it doesn't bother me. You, your favorite word, visceral? Yeah. I have a visceral response to rap, to rap music, but it's, I will, I will the, hit the button on the well, radio. Right, but that's I will a nat- swear but that's to God, a, I but, just like, bam, but that's the nature. No, that's the nature of the music, dude. It's like saying your stand up, like some stand up is a monologist standing there talking. Or, you can put that on the background at a library, and nobody's even notice it's on. Yeah. If it's you know Stephen Wright talking like that, yeah. But with you, and you're going what what? Somebody slept with that woman or whatever that, the that, yeah, yeah. And you're, I can't have that on the background. I would have a visceral reaction because you're doing it right. So I think if we're talking about rap music, if they're doing it right, it's going to be in your face. Yeah. And if you're not into it, you're going to go, eh, I'm not into that. But see, I, I – uh, So it doesn't make it wrong. It just makes it – My wife was trying is. to get, get me on this because I like – I listen to British radio stations. And oh, really? I, and I, yeah, I, I do. I, listen, I have the app. I, I love uh, Capital FM that comes out of London. And I, and I like – 
uh, what I are like they playing? Club, it's club club music, you know, like has a dance, has a electronic dance beat, like music, techno kind of yeah. thing. And and she goes, I just don't believe how you can like this and you hate such and such. Yeah, and I, and I go because I accept it for what it is. This okay. is techno. Don't put techno in my country. Don't put hip hop in my country. Oh, okay, I've accepted yeah. that I like. This is has a melody. There's some singing. There's some, you know. There's yeah. some things that I like. You know, and has there like, ever been a rap song you liked? Not in the, not in years. Not not in a really really long long time. I bet you there's something out there you just haven't heard. Probably there's one that you go, oh, that's kind of cool. Would you agree that maybe that's possible? Maybe, but I think I'm an, I've grown so annoyed to the fact that I don't when it's, it be, it's it's yeah it's when it's, your mind identifies it like, as hip hop, you're out. Like, Fuck, I'm out. You know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because I, I grew I grew up I I love poetry I used to want to write poetry I won I actually won state uh, uh, in writing poetry in Texas when I was in, in in high school I got a I have a trophy for it you're gonna lose a lot of listeners I on know. this ponytail but, well I wanted to be a I wanted fine to write, art major I wanted to write lyrics I I loved Jackson <laughs> yeah. Brown I'm the big Bob told you I'm a big Bob Dylan fan I love poetry and and how yeah. you can say. Six words could be a whole uh, verse, you know, finding that thing. And when I listen to music now, back that up, back that up, back that up, back that up. I told my son that. I was like, get this stuff away. Stop this crap. Well, I told him this, and and I'll tell you this, and maybe it may make sense, and maybe I'm just being, you know, whatever. But. Uh, I because my son liked rap and he's nine, so he's like into. Oh, I want to hear. You know, he likes the sound of it and the feel of it. Um, it you know, he's a he's nine. He's got these emotions coming up, these testosterone like uh, yeah. you know endocrine system fueled like emotions. Yeah. And so he so it's visceral like that, like we said. Turn you know, on to you know, rap. Well, yeah. You know, well, he listens. We... <laughs> he listens to everything. But rap, he keeps going back to like Tupac. I let him listen to a couple of Tupac songs, and uh, which I like Tupac. But he but I mean. There's some swearing in it, but then he'll find some stuff that's just like that. What you said, where it's like you know, because Tupac was saying stuff. You know, changes. If you ever listen to Changes, that's a meaningful song, and it's cool and it's positive in a lot of ways from a from a place of not being in a very positive world. It's a very good song, and and there's a lot of songs like that by him and others. So I expose my son to that stuff, and there's swearing in it. So to him, he's like, well, I can listen to this then. But it's just a guy going, mm, bitches and bitches and that and bitches and – you know. And like yeah. you said, bag it up and bag it up and bag, bag it, it up. up. Yeah, and, and now there's a sound that's biting on other people's sound, and then they do that too. Uh, you know. So I just told him, look, I don't, I don't care if, you, if there's swearing in it. That's not the issue. Because he goes, well, it's the clean version. I'm like, yeah, but it's garbage. Like that particular song is garbage because it says nothing. And the only thing it does say is kind of not cool. So, you know, I don't, you, they could be talking about, uh, you know, uh, bananas or, or, you know, yeah. or carrots. B-A-N-A-N-A-N-A. Yeah, 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 there's a song like that. B-A-N-A-N-A-N-A. Who does that song? But, uh, but yeah, the car- the, I think we talk about carrots, I think I said to him. I think we talk about carrots with, you know, this motherfucking carrot, you know, like, oh, yeah. they could be swearing about that. Yeah. And that's fine as long as, it, you know... It, it, it's they could be talking about the, the you know if it was interesting yeah. about the life of a carrot or something and they could swear all they want. Learn something. I from wouldn't it. care if they swore. It's not the swearing. It's, it's the, the fact swearing that that's does, asinine. The, the swearing is me. I don't. I don't. I don't like swearing. In really? Yeah. I don't. That's funny. I, yeah, you do it in your art. Well, I know because <laughs> I do. That is an adult situation. Yes. In a club, 
I, I, I believe it's like salt and pepper. It's where you use it where you need uh-huh. it, and you do that. Like uh, one time, uh, well, remember Napster? Yeah, yeah. My son would pick songs. He'd put them on Napster to download on my on the computer because we only had one. I did not allow – you can't have – you have to sit in this room to use the computer. Yeah. So uh, he would pick the songs, and they would download. And the next morning, I would go and go through the songs and say, you can't have that one, uh, can't have that uh, one, yeah. can't have that one, can't have – why? Can't have that one. Can't, don't. So I would pick and choose because of, of lyrics or, 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 or swearing. So uh, one time we're talking about how I don't like cussing in front of kids. I just don't – I've never been big on it. Yeah, it's and, and I go, I don't cuss in front of my kid. I go, a matter of fact, one time – I think I've only dropped the F word once. Uh-huh. And my son goes, no, twice. Oh, really? I go, what? He goes twice. I go. What, the this time he goes. Yeah, and the time you wrecked the car. I go. Oh, you're right. You, you he remembers it? two times. Yeah. Two times. Yeah. Because I just don't think that's. Did you say we should oh, be able F? to like as you wrecked it, or I did just you say used, that f? No, I dropped it. <laughs> I, I I hit ice. I hit ice. Oh. Spun and s- s- slid into the the wall on oh. the freeway. Yeah, yeah. And it was just the meat. It was the yeah f word. No, yeah. That, yeah. Then he was in the back seat, little Bill kid, Fowl. little kid in the back. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, that was it. But he remembered. You know, that's what they use. They it remember. A, stuff. I, I've used it maybe five or six times with my son in punctuation. Uh, if I'm really his behavior is off the charts, I don't want to make physical contact with him. You know, in a way that's like really gnarly. And uh, so, how do I break him out of this cycle he's in of whatever? Yeah. And sometimes it's that. Sometimes yeah. I'll use the f word or say you know yeah. shit or something. I'll just come right at him. You know, you know this bullshit you're doing yeah. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> he'll be yeah. like, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, and he'll say, chill, chill, dad. Yeah, because he knows we're there. Yeah, I, maybe because my parents never did it. My I wasn't around my grandparents. No, no I have the I same just, aversion. I understand you know, it. I just think, especially I, I've been in Disneyland, line at Disneyland, and have people behind uh, me. It's just ugly, like, huh? You know, you hear them like, mother yeah, I like some bitch. I was about to hit him, punch him in the yeah. cock, and then they're like, "Can you?" It's, there's kids. Sounds there's ignorant. There's kids right here. Sounds super ignorant too we yeah. taught our son that look you can swear it's language use it i mean when you're an adult but as a kid um you have to learn a way of not doing that because if it's in the foundation of how you speak it sounds ignorant and yeah. you're not ignorant you're not going to be ignorant. Yeah. and then the people it. will try to push these things on you a survey said that people that cuss are smarter people You've seen that? There's a thing on the internet. If you haven't seen it, Google. There's a lot of There's a study that says yeah. people that cuss <laughs> Never are, are generally that. smarter people. And like, okay, whatever. Oh, uh, they're but, also generally dumber. There's both, right? That cuss? Yeah. 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 If you can't find out another word to to yeah. to do that. I bet you could make an argument that people who uh eat uh, who chew gum are smarter than people who don't, and I bet you could find an argument. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You can find statistics showing the people who don't chew gum are smarter than people who do. Statistics can always be manipulated for sure. They man. always like there. There was a, a thing the other day that I just read about uh, uh, people that voted for for Trump being you know a certain uh, mindset or whatever was because the guy, the sociologist, went back and studied some of the the polls, and they were. Uh, they were guided questions. They weren't. They didn't give you both sides. Right. Do you think Trump is this, or do you think he's that? Right. Well, both well, of them were, were bad. Yeah, yeah. Both choices were bad. Yeah. And that's what you know. You can make your poll do whatever you want it. 
You know, like I do it every once in a while on Twitter. I'll go, do you think this? Yes, because I'm American. No, because I hate everything America stands for, and I right. wish we were a communist country. <laughs> you give them no out. You know what I mean? <laughs> you can make polls do that, you know? Yeah. I think it's absolutes like we talked about. It's definitely that's the problem is uh, absolutes. Yeah. Not well, to be, not to say gray areas. Like we, we the first night we hung out, we talked a lot like about gray areas, areas and how yeah. dangerous that is. That you don't have a right or a wrong, and da da da. But, um, but I believe that we don't have all the information. It's much like, uh, you know, the uh, what was it, the um, Catholic uh, Crusades. You know, yeah. Uh, the definitive nature of religion at that time was so literal that they were willing to just kill people around them on the regular to to uphold the word of God. Yeah. And that clearly wasn't the word of God, but they were operating in total absolutes. So, yeah, it created hu- human conflict in a in a in a horrible way that histor- history still yeah. abhors. And here we are doing it again. Yeah. And and uh, and so, yeah, if you don't have all the information because you can't, then you need to have a discourse about what that information is and i think that's where we're at well you need to be open for information right that's you what i mean to, and i'm not talking about open-minded i i that drives me crazy you know but not you're necessarily. just not open if you're open-minded that means you can't hold anything in well now you're, you're making not, another absolute uh judgment about me right Yeah, you're not open-minded yeah well, no you need to be well-rounded right right just ha- just just be Take aware both sides if you hear something look up the other just look up the other side yeah you can't say that because my opinion is that people shouldn't wear yellow shirts that i'm not open-minded maybe i've done some research on this and people who wear yellow shirts murder a lot of people yeah so maybe that's just not maybe that is a fact maybe I just that's a real thing yet. yeah or maybe i have and maybe that's why i believe that it doesn't make me not open-minded it just you know i have i'm a, i have an informed decision well i'm a dangerous i'm a person that will listen to both sides too like it, dry, it used to drive my ex-wife crazy because I would – when I lived in L.A., I would listen to to uh, conservative radio and Air America. You know, yeah. Because that, that, I wanted to Art hear – Bell and – Yeah. I, I, I want to <laughs> hear. I want, what, yeah. what do they say and yeah. what do they say? I want to see a cage match see the, Art Bell and Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. <laughs> I want to I – and she's like, why do you listen to that? You know you don't – you know, it drives me crazy because I want both sides. Yeah. If you only hear one side, that's almost – brainwashed let's that's what's going on yeah so i i've always liked or if i read something i will google and go oh look here's an article about it i haven't seen you know what i mean that's is there anything right now that like uh with your media with as exposed as you are and all the stuff you're doing is there anything right now like what's the hottest thing or the biggest thing right now that you're dealing with as far as like uh space force is that it Space Force. What does that you, mean to you? You know, Trump wants to. Or I know. Started, I know. I looked I just into think it a little so bit. It's funny that people are attacking him. It sounds silly, but it's actually it's all pretty, it is is an extension of the Air Force. Uh, yeah. To control well, we already satellites. have the Air Force. Air Force is in space. No, Air there's Force. Two, yeah. It's two different words. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's it's sort of semantics because aren't they just saying we need to control? Uh, we need to control the satellite warfare yeah, protect, that's about to happen. Yeah, we this need is to, pos- a possibility. We need it's to the same thing as the it. Navy and the Marines. Yeah, Marines are part of the they're they're part of the Navy. Yeah, you know, that's the same. It's that part of the the growing. Maybe he's when somebody said NASA. Oh Christ! Why do we need to go to space? We're not you know, go I mean? into space. We need to control our satellites, right? So that they're not like, taken don't out. Just be or... so close-minded that because you don't like Trump, you think it's a horrible yeah. idea. Yeah, I can equally say I do not like Trump as a person. There's there's the things I don't like about him that I think I wouldn't want to be in a room with a person who does these things because of egomania or whatever is happening. The decision making. I don't like him, and but it doesn't 
it doesn't pollute the fact that that doesn't pollute the fact that yeah, man. When I look at the world, satellites yeah. are vulnerable, yeah. and that's what runs our oh, whole world. I had an idiot on on one of my uh, my my posts was like because uh, I'd posted about I think it's a great idea to protect our satellites because you knock out a satellite, you knock out our banking, you knock out our yeah. communications, you yeah. knock out, and that's total chaos. You can't Somebody call your wrote, mom. You're an idiot. That's not how the internet works. What? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly I'm the idiot. How the that's idiot exactly works. How, how the it internet works. works. Yeah, knock out a satellite. You you, and because I, and I, I wrote, hey, how do you think you just posted this right. from your from your cell phone or your Wi-Fi? Yeah, did laptop? you walk it over to my house? <laughs> right. Are you outside? Yeah. You on my Wi-Fi, yeah. weirdo? Yeah. <laughs> and even then, you see what I'm saying? Even if you're on my Wi-Fi, you're on my <laughs> Wi-Fi. That is wrong. <laughs> you still did it. You're, you're <laughs> a stealing liberal. Well, no, you could still be in the room with me and use that satellite. Right. Yeah, you and I could communicate through that satellite, right. facing each other. Right. So. That's the arguments that people want to say. They this because they you don't like Trump. Okay, fine. That is not a bad idea. We need to protect. We're just one more layer out. Or maybe how about this? We're not privileged to every information that they know. Yeah, we don't know. Do you know? Has a word been leaked that uh, you know somebody else has already got ahead of us in this? You know, kind of like the old days. Russia's gonna. We're beating Russia to the moon. You know yeah. that we're doing. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So maybe well, why don't we need space? We have do we have to protect? Absolutely, absolutely. We just have to be engaged in all parts of it. Yeah, especially the way the world is now. Which oh man, um, do you have? Uh, I feel like we can't go too much longer, right? Where are we at? I don't know. Who cares? What are we? I don't even know. Probably three hours <laughs> or two. Wait, when do we start? Three? Three thirty? I think. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, um, then we're not that long. Um, so, do you feel like the world, like we're living in? I, do you feel empathy for? Uh, like I watch stuff. Uh, I mean, I research. I don't just watch stuff. I mean, I, I research what's going on in other countries, and um, I feel like we're getting. A further and further divide between how we live and how other countries live, and it and I don't feel guilt because I know that's wrong to feel guilt about that. I don't think it makes any difference to feel guilt, but I do feel um, I feel a, a almost a, a inner call to action to to actually engage with it and do something if I care that there are people in this world that through no fault of their own and many 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 more people that than aren't um, they're they're living just horrible scratched out existence like animals because of because of the rest of us that are actually living with a high amount of resources so if that's the case uh do you do you believe in that imbalance and do you uh i no, i see where you're going with that i mean do you believe there's an imbalance in resources in the world and like we are actually consuming a large amount of them not not that it's about consumption but that it's more like our lifestyle is at this level and these other people are living in bombed out buildings yeah but that's and they're their, paying that's, the price for conflicts that we're in yeah but that's their uh uh remember the old kennison sam kennison bit about see what this is this is sand you know what this is going to be in 100 years sand, sand. Yeah. move where the food yeah. is oh right you know that that's sort of like you you guys keep voting in your bad they have leaders they have any country has leaders yeah. so what are you're getting say maybe we need to get rid of the the leaders that we have look what the guys Dude, they how got. hard is it to get organized enough 
uh, for uh, eight people to create a poker game. Like, how are you going to meet on from Tuesday? Your, how about Wednesday? From Thursday's your, better for me. It's not going to happen, right? Yeah, three times out of ten, it's, it's, you're just not even going to show up. Yeah. The other, the other four times, or another four times, they're, you know, only two yeah. are going to be there. Okay. Occasionally, well, how about, you have okay. a poker well, game. Well, how about this? Because you're talking about you see these people living horribly like this. No, I'm this. talking about little kids living in rocks. Yes, yeah, so I'm saying. Yeah. But hold on just a second. You see this. You see the kids living in rocks. And you think, why don't we do something? So... They can't get together to to they can't get together to beat their leaders. So we go, hey, let's go over there and make this a better place. Then you're accused of why are you trying to push democracy on other people? You know? Well, I, in some you, cases they are. Yeah, do you they see are, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, that, I'm tr- we're just trying to help make this a better. place. Or are we? Or, or here's the here's uh, that's a good point because you can't do it on like you and I can't go over there and go like we're going to go help these Syrian people. We can't do that. You, can't do you that. and I, you and I can't. It'd be nice. If How we much get... money do you have? How much money do I have? How can't many resources? It. We just can't go do that yeah. on our own. Right. We can't even bring our neighborhood. I put a new window we in can't... that thing for you. But... Yeah, yeah, but we can't put a sign up at our neighborhood association pool and say, "Hey, guys, we're all going to go to Syria and help out." Even if we did that, it wouldn't make an impact at all. Not even, not even move the needle. No. How? What would it take? Here's what it would take: uh, resources. So. How do we get resources? We have to find people with capital and resources. So how do we find those people? How do we get those people interested? Are you going to push capitalism on? No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm saying how do we find the people with capital? How do we get the people with capital and resources interested in what we think needs to happen over here in Syria and make these people live better? How do we get them interested? What's going to make them go? Yeah, let's go do that. You have to uh, show it. You have to have that. Why would I, if I'm the CEO of X, uh, whatever, of the company that rode microphones, yeah. what's going to make me want to go over there uh, and and help you with your little cause? I got $20 million in the bank. Um, you want me to send uh, a couple of choppers with some food and, and then uh, some resources for you and your neighborhoods to go do this? Why? What, what am I gonna? Why am I gonna do that? It would make you look like a really good company. Uh, I'm cool. We're, we're, we look pretty good. So what do I? What else do I want? What else do I want? Well, you could money, man. So that's what I'm saying. Money, isn't that what I'm asking? Yeah. yeah. So that's the issue. Is that we we have to even at a government level, if we're gonna go help, if we're gonna go push democracy, quote unquote. It, the issue comes in because we got to take all these people that really don't give a fuck. They, yeah. They're living on yachts. They don't care. Well, take over, and then and you start like Kentucky Fried Hummus. Now you got, uh, yeah, you got, now you got your own restaurant in here, but it goes leaks back to. But the know. issue, the issue is that these people are really only doing these things as as uh, a movement of How money. Does it benefit? It's a, they're looking for a benefit to their corporation, their whatever, and so you got to borrow from Peter to pay Paul. So the people that mean to do well try to do the public servants that try to do well create these organizations but they don't have the resources so they create these organizations of large uh conglomerates that have the resources and then those people need to get something from that and so yeah you're pushing democracy at the same time it's this marriage of the two parts of humanity and and it's always going to be there right and so you can always call it ugly but you've always heard about the leaders of the, these countries that, like, we, we sent them all this aid and food, and then the warehouse, the food rotted in the in the warehouse because it wasn't did, organized. Because it well. wasn't organized to get. Or do the leaders go? You know, I, we need to keep. We're good. We keep these people like this. We're in control. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, 
And then, and then, okay, so then you get into that real sticky debate about um, if I know better, then how much do I keep from you while I run your life? So I'm going to now run Steve McGrew's uh, life. Uh, you're going to put the reins in my hand, give me access to your bank account and all that stuff. Now, we have, uh, we have a, a, an unwritten agreement that I'm going to give you full disclosure uh, like I'm going to sh- tell you how much money you this made. Where it and, went, and this is how it. Yeah, yeah. I but I'm going to run you. your life because I'm really good at the, all these yeah. little P's and Q's. And then you're just going to do what you do best, and yeah. we're going to. I'm going to turn my money over to my financial man. Yeah, and so I'm going to run your life. I'm going to literally. I'm going to. I'm right down to making your bed. Like we're, I'm going to handle all this stuff for you. And uh, how long before I go? Well, this is not a written contract. He does. He's better off not knowing. These things and these things yeah. and these things. And now you know very little, and I'm, but I know how this is done. So you just let me handle it. Yeah. And then you can extend that out over a long period and, and have that be roughly what we have in government today that everybody yeah. gets pissed about. Yeah. And, and really what we had back in the day where the issue with the Rockefellers and all these other things, all these other uh, people that kind of ran things is that there wasn't full disclosure, but they also felt like, and, 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 and also what we tried to get away from with King George and yeah. all that, the Kings and the Royals and all that, they were running things based on, they knew better. The, the populace right. is ignorant. They don't yeah. know. Yeah. They haven't, they're not schooled like us. Or so we'll do what's best for them. Yeah. yeah, and and so that's what you have happen when we go into these different, uh, you know, countries and we try to uh, quote unquote push democracy. We're doing it in a very human way, the way we've d- done everything all along. Yeah, and so it's debatable whether or not it's right or wrong, in that yeah. way. Right. Yeah, because you can't necessarily give a certain populist control, whoever that is, because maybe there's going to be warlords in place and that they're going to try to manipulate the ex- or you know they're going to be corrupt. Right. Right. Because what the absolute power corrupts absolutely yeah for sure and so in all this that we've talked about i feel like there's a bob dylan quote that like sums it up yes and all these debates that you get in that keep you up at night and all this crap you get into on the internet with people just you know uh, blowing you up uh you have good ideas you're a very smart person um you don't have the same ideas as me or the same ideas as other people uh but you're just putting them out there um, you're not saying you're right. No, I'm just Are putting you? them out there. A lot of times I put them out and just sit back and let let them fight about it. I've had people actually say, have you noticed he hasn't commented in this whole thread? Right. Be, you know, 800 replies. And so I, the difference is they're saying they're right, right? Yeah. You're not. Yeah, I just put it out there. Here's the quote. Uh in a soldier stance, I aim my hand at the mongrel dogs who teach, fearing not I'd become my, my enemy, enemy in the instant that, that I, I preach. preach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the one. Yeah. That's where we're at. That's the issue. That's pretty deep. Yeah. You <laughs> Everything brought, you we talked about. Dylan around. Yeah, man. Brought wow. it home, baby. <laughs> wow. <laughs> should well, we end on that? Well, maybe should we, we should. Up? Well, well, maybe we should. It all comes down to this. Back it up, back it up. Back it up, back it up, back it up, back it up. All right, should we wrap it? Let's wrap it up. You got dates? Uh, I've got dates, but they're all cruise dates. Where do you find I them? Always t- here's what I tell everybody. When I do radio shows, I always go, Google Steve McGrew, and you'll find everything. That's okay, proof- perfect. Yeah. I always say that. Google Steve McGrew. Dates come up. Twitter comes up. Facebook, YouTube videos, everything. So always just Google Steve McGrew. Okay. Uh, and how do they find you? Here on the Remasculate podcast, yeah. my fans would like to know 
What do you? By the way, what do you call your podcast? Uh, oh, um, uh, this. Uh, what is this? Which one, one is this? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's just uh, Barefoot Comedy or World of Friends. Okay. It'll be, We're but it's all available always on uh, ColinLive.com. Okay, so yep. you actually put yours on the website. Mine is hosted on Pod. Yeah. My podcast is hosted on Podbean, Stitcher. Uh, 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 iHeartRadio, uh, iTunes. Yeah, my, but I've never so put mine. it on. I've never like. Well, I find a, it at my webpage. I have a WordPress.org uh, site that I uh, that it's called Collins Pods, oh. but it's it's available at Colin Live. That's the central site, oh, nice. ColinLive.com. Nice. nice. And so on ColinLive.com, there's a podcast link, and then on that you go to the page, and then on the page uh, you'll be on the. Yeah. On the yeah. one of those, I don't know which one it'll be on. Yeah. I think I'm doing a Colin Live one yeah. now that I'm going to put up, but you'll see it on yeah. there on Colin Live. Well, Colin Moulton, thanks for doing uh, Remasculate podcast. I appreciate that. Steve McGrew, thanks for doing unnamed new podcast yeah. that I'm going to readapt from World of Friends. Yeah, and <laughs> as I say every time when I end my podcast, God bless America. Go listen to some Oak Ridge Boys. All I right. bid you adieu. Back that up. Back that back up. It up. Back, back that it up. up. Okay, that was us, me and Steve McGrew, Colin Moulton, Steve McGrew, somewhere in the Caribbean, in the middle of nowhere, um, just agreeing to disagree and agreeing to agree and disagreeing about disagreeing. Uh, if we can do it, you can do it. Let's come back to the middle for the sake of our darn children, for God's sake. The world's crazy, and uh, it's all of us that are engaging with it that are either going to make it crazier or <laughs> balance it back out. So don't be afraid to engage with it, man, but definitely try to be open to other people. Man, that was fun. What a great conversation. Yes, what Colin said. Let's agree to disagree, and let's all come back to the middle. That was fun. We had fun. We talked about stuff. We didn't fight. It was great. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you did, share it with all your friends, because this is the only way that the podcast can grow. And I need you. I need you people to help me make it grow. Let's grow. I need your feedback too. I'd love to have feedback about the podcast, what you like, what you don't like, what you want more of, what you'd like less of. Just uh, tell me all about it. Tell me, tell me all about it, okay? All right, guys. So until next time, God bless America. Go listen to some Oak Ridge Boys. I bid you adieu.